Hey everyone, Josh here. Quick question for you. Do you like coffee? Even more important question, do you like fresh coffee? Coffee that's roasted to order and doesn't taste like the bottom of your kitchen oven. If you answered yes to any of these questions, then you need to head over to McQuanoCoffee.com and get yourself some of the best coffee there is to get. Whether you like the light roast or the dark roast or you're feeling a little whimsical and you want to get that sample pack, McQuano Coffee Roasters has everything you need. And just when you thought this couldn't get any sweeter, make sure to use the promo code REFORMATORY to get 20% off all bagged coffee. Do yourself a favor and stop drinking bad coffee because you know what? Life's too short for that. Head on over to McQuanoCoffee.com and use the promo code REFORMATORY to get 20% off all bagged coffee. You will not regret it. Thanks, and now on to the show. What's wrong with you people? How do y'all feel this morning? Why do you always make me define what you meant? What? That's how I feel. I don't know why you're clapping. I'm talking about you. Welcome to the Reformatory, the podcast where we ask and answer the questions of life and theology in a fundamentally robust manner. I'm Daniel Corey, I'm pastor at King's Cross Church in Kirkland, Washington. I'm Josh Loftus, member at King's Cross Church in Kirkland, Washington, and newly acquired uh, connoisseur of rap and hip-hop. Ooh. Yeah, I've been doing some studying. I've yeah. taken your uh, your admonishment Exhortations. to broaden my horizons yep. a little bit and get into the rap and hip-hop scene, and I've been doing some studying yeah. and uh, doing the study of different genres of rap yes. and hip-hop, and I found the genre that I prefer. Two okay. genres. Chopper rap yeah. and hardcore rap or hip-hop. Hardcore is when you listen to it and you're angry. The chopper is when you listen to it on chopper your motorcycle. Chopper rap is super fast. Like it's when you're like, on your motorcycle. It's like, it's like, like you know, the... Uh, I'm trying to think of the name. Rap God by Eminem. I believe that's his name, right? That's like chopper rap where he's just... It's like, you know, it's like a helicopter. Sounds stressful. Or it's like a machine gun. One of the two. It's super cool. No, 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 no. It's awesome. There you like, go. Just, it's impressive how fast they can talk. That is true. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. But I just wanted you and the audience to know I'm broadening my horizons and yeah. getting into hip hop. We might want to consider uh, varying our intro one of these days. Where I could just be like, I'm Daniel Corey, and this is my lovely co host, Jay Sizzle. J- <laughs> Wait, is that what you meant? Or yeah. It? Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Jay Loft. Actually, because my name is Josh Loftus, yeah. My One of the nicknames in high school, this. May or may not be J Lo. <laughs> I could be J Lo. I'm gonna latch onto that. I know you will. <laughs> like a hungry piglet. I was literally. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say it. I said it before thing. you said it. So now you don't have to say it. We can move on. So according to the interwebs, we didn't we didn't bring this up uh, last time. I know we forgot. But you put out a poll asking I if I was a hipster. I did. Seventy five percent. No. Yeah. Check. No, it wasn't seventy three. I think it topped out at seventy five. Didn't it? Of me as a hipster? Yeah. No. Okay. I checked. All right. All right. Um, 
It's fair. I believe you. You rigged the way that you asked the question. That's and false. The people wanted to click the nope. picture of a guy with a beard. Yeah, that's false. That said, verily, I conscientiously object to what you're dropping on these beats. But you you have to admit that it was it that it was slanted to encourage people. No, to I click asked, verily. is Daniel Corey a hipster? And then they said yes. Yeah, because the they internet has click spoken. The the beard. And we shall submit to the internet. Seventy-seven percent. Seventy-seven. Oh, look, Whoa. I was. I, oh, 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 I was wrong. Excuse me, not seventy-five. Seventy-seven. I'm glad you can admit when you're wrong. Agreed with me. Thank you. <laughs> but Chan, you have to admit the way he asks the questions rigged. Oh my gosh. Yep, he gives the thumbs up. We followed it up with asking if I was the big brother or if you were the big brother, yes. and the internet. Also has responded. 75% stating unequivocally that you indeed, Daniel, are the the older, the podcast older brother. brother. Now, you're the little question, question for you. Little one. Question for you. I have two options here. I can either accept this to the same degree that you have accepted the internet's statement that you are a hipster. You have not. Do you see my haircut? I've I've embraced it. You sit here and say, well, the internet can say what they want. I'm not. I'm not hipster. They don't know what you said about it. I have actually so much grumbling. Have you? I have. In like the last like eight hours? The last four minutes. Four minutes. Wow. I'm proud of you. Your journey has been inspiration. I have another. I have an idea. But hold on. You didn't let me finish. Hold the idea. I I can either do that or I can go full tilt younger brother embrace this like I've never embraced anything in my life and you will hate me. Which would you rather? Which I don't see the difference between what you are right now. Do you have a younger brother? Yeah. Do you hate him? Yeah. And you So you know what I'm talking about. Yes. Do you want another one? (laughs) Because I could go full tilt younger brother. I feel like you already are. No, 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 no. I am I am so nice to you. Oh my god. I am so nice. Please don't do that. Okay. All right. All right. What's your idea? Another poll. Another one? Yeah. Our, okay. What's this one? This could be the poll to end all polls. <sighs> Should we keep Corian culture? Yes or no? Oh, my and let gosh. let the people speak. Let the people speak. This it's, not, is, it's not asking, do you like it? Should, right. Should, should it be it can, kept? Should, should we keep? That's the question. Should, should we, we keep Corian culture? culture? Yes or no? And have the pictures representing it not be leading people? Sure. Okay. And let the people speak. Okay. Now, All we right. can I don't disregard like it, but I'll what do the it. people say. Yeah. Yeah, we can. We can. But so, what if- Because so, you assure me- Are we going to go Robert's rules of, rules of Order here and we need a certain percentage to pass? Or are we just going to be like, eh, it's split. Let's keep it. Because um, we could get- Because so, I know there's some people in our church that love it. And I know there's it, well, so at you, least one person in our church that hates it. You keep assuring me- the vast majority of people love it. I keep yeah. assuring you that I think the majority don't prefer it. Okay. And uh, the I, only I so to be fair, right the only thing I'm going off of with that mm-hmm. is people perhaps the loud minority. Perhaps Maybe. the people that like it interact. Yeah. The people that don't like it just stay silent. Sure. Which so so give them a chance okay. to speak. It's gonna be it's gonna be a New Year's poll. Yeah. It's going to be like right around New Year's, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. So Sounds be looking good. for that. And uh, should Korean culture be kept? Do not be silent. I'm kind of scared because I like Korean culture. And I don't want it to go away. But if you assure me as much as you have that they like it, well, yeah, you but, should be safe. But sure. 
true, but I'm still scared. Yeah. All well, right. Josh, you need to embrace those fears. Meet okay. them head on. Wrestle them to the ground. Wrestle like, can I box them? Only if it's on Boxing Day. Today's Boxing Day. Today is Boxing Day. <gasps> Chan, happy Boxing Day. Happy. He's like happy a Canadian. Yes. It's, is that so? That's where Canadians like it's their one day a year where they're allowed to fight. All of that pent right? up aggression. All, <laughs> all of the stories. All of the <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> It's, it's they I'll just they let it all out one day. It's the Black it's Friday Canada's of Canada. Black Friday? It's Canada's Black Friday. Whoa. Wow. So I want it's like a bunch of like people in line hitting each other, but at the same time being like, sorry, bam, bam, sorry, sorry. No, bam, I, sorry. I think like that's the one day where they're not allowed to say sorry. They just they say what they actually want to say. They're just yes. Be like, yeah. I've been thinking this all year. Eat it. And I want that flat screen TV. (laughs) (laughs) Give me that maple syrup. It's on discount. I want to see. I need that 60-inch TV to watch more Reed McNeil. It's like people are getting tar and feathered up in Canada. No, not tar and feathered. They're getting syrup and putting maple leaves. That's what it is. Syrup and maple leaved. It's called getting mapled. (laughs) Getting mapled. <laughs> uh, have you heard? Have you heard of all the maplings going on up in Canada? <laughs> it's a sticky situation. It's a sticky situation. It's really bad. But they're sorry. They'll be sorry tomorrow. We should just leave it alone. Yeah. We. Oh, okay. We're done now. <laughs> the pastor puns are coming out. Yeah, right. Move on. Move I'm on. Cutting you off. <laughs> so happy Boxing Day. Happy Boxing Day, everybody. Happy Tyson Day. <laughs> Holyfield Day. Holyfield. <gasps> yes. Evander. Pacquiao day. No. You don't like Pacquiao? No, I don't like Pacquiao. What? You know, he's a pa- he's he's a Christian. That's what he says. He's like a pastor in the Philippines. That's what he says. You don't you don't like Manny? Or Manny? Manny Pacquiao? I just combined his name. Um, you don't like Manny Pacquiao? I don't like boxing. So. That's actually, real talk, surprising to me. You don't like really? boxing? Yeah, I don't like boxing do you like Do you like MMA? No. Really? Yep. Wow. Okay. I'm actually a little. Uh, I'm actually a little surprised. I would have picked, kind of pegged you as a, uh, as a boxing MMA guy. guy. Yeah, pro- probably more MMA than boxing. Yeah, no. But I'm surprised that you don't like either. That's okay. I have zero that's interest. Right. I don't hate them, but I don't. I have no interest. Okay. That that's fair. That's fair. So speaking of fights, yes, Calvinism. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> not, Did you like that segue? Device. Oh, it was a fantastic segue. I came yeah. roaring in <laughs> you, on that two-wheel you device. Did. With your stupid glasses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was that was excellent. Well done. Yeah, Calvinism, not not a not a uh not a divisive topic whatsoever. Zero. Zero, absolutely zero. Totally chill. The church completely abra- embraces it. Tote. So so we talked totes. Cut. Totes deprav. Totes deprav. Last yep, time. That's what it was. And uh, today we're tackling the great grand topic of you. Unconditional election. The Unconditional you in Tulip. That's right. Do you remember where you were the first time you heard someone explain the you of Tulip? I do. Tell me the story. I actually do. Yeah. And this is. I actually didn't know if you did that. I went yeah. out on limb there. No, no. I and remember. It held my weight. I was 12 years old. Okay. Um, and I remember my dad. Sitting he called me you down. into the room. He's like, "We need to have a talk." It was almost kind of like to that. Tell you, it was almost kind of like that. The you. And 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 it's like, and it's that. You know what? It makes me like. I want to ask him now too because it was very much kind of like that. Like I remember having a seat, sitting down with him, yeah. and him explaining to me 
election, just kind of the broad scope, the broad topic of election. Um, yeah. And I remember it being kind of a very pointed thing. I, and I, I kind of want to ask him now, like, what, what, what prompted you, you? Yeah, yeah, what prompted you to do that? And then I remember quickly after that, watching like so many VHS tapes of Papa Sproul and his chalkboard just dropping knowledge. I think what happened was he heard you like outside with your brothers and you're like, I chose God. He's like, Josh, come <laughs> Yeah, here. that was come definitely here, my, my go-to uh, exclamation when I was <laughs> yeah. upset. I was like, well, I chose God. <laughs> Josh, come up here. We need to have a talk. We need to have a talk. You're nothing. Excellent. You chose nothing. You're totes deep rev. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, I was 12 so years the, old. So the topic of uh, unconditional election, a bit of a touchy one. Yeah, not not as not the most divisive uh, letter in the five points, but yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely probably touchy. second most. Probably second most. I think yeah. limited atonement probably has more sparks flying over it. Uh, yeah, possibly irresistible grace too, because people don't people like to think that uh, they can ward off grace if they want to. But you're probably right. The strong arm of the Lord can be thrown off them. Yes. Yeah, that's okay. right. So why do you think? people get upset about this topic in general. So like yeah. when people talk about Calvinism, Arminianism, they usually will boil it down to this one word, election. Yep. Or predestination. Very often. And it's charged with a lot of emotional baggage. Yeah. Why, why do you think, do you think it's misunderstandings that, that come around free will? Because both sides argue that man has a will but right. one argues that it's free and able to choose the other one doesn't right. why do you think there's so much packed emotion into this topic is th- it is it the sense of control i think i think that's a huge part of it yeah i think i think people i think a lot of people and 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 i was in this camp i mean for sure like i i like the idea of having something to do with my salvation right that's something i i like um, i think that's something that's natural to us is we want control but i think possibly one of the bigger ones and i think we get more into this definitely deeper when we get to the l uh, limited atonement but if election is true and Mm -hmm. god and salvation is based upon god's choice then the logical conclusion is that those that do not choose christ those that are not saved yeah that happens also because of God's sovereign will. And people have a problem with that. Yeah. Yeah, I would say that that's that definitely is an objection like on the second tier. I yeah. think the first tier the 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 phrase or the response that I would hear a lot is um how is that fair? Right. Yeah. It it seems to yeah. Why would God pick some for election or mm-hmm. pick, elect some and, and pick them for salvation mm-hmm. and not pick others or right. on the other side to pick others right. for reprobation? Right. That doesn't seem fair. Right. And that that was my question as a 12 year old sitting on the couch is that that doesn't why why would God do that? That makes God seem to be a tyrannical egomaniac that doesn't care about people, that doesn't love people. That just wants to choose some and not others, right? Yeah. And it doesn't make a lot of sense in the way that we would tend to think about evangelism. Like, no. so so I don't get to go evangelize now. I don't know who the elect are. Right. 
I don't know if the person I'm talking to is chosen or not chosen. Right. So what's the point of even sharing the gospel? Yeah, yeah, right, right, yeah. And that, that gets into what's, uh, that's hyper-Calvinism, right, which is false, which is wrong, which is sinful. Um, we evangelize because we are told to. It's the, it, we evangelize because we do not know who the elect are. Right. We yeah. evangelize because Christ told us to and God uses means in order to get the gospel to people. And we are that means. Right. That's the point of the Great Commission. Um, so, yeah. 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 First and foremost, hyper Calvinism is wrong. That's that's completely yeah. false. Calvinists watch your coffee consumption. Yes. That's exactly right. Yeah. Yes. Too much caffeine makes a hyper Calvinist. So when we say that we believe in unconditional election, like if we were to pick apart that first word, unconditional, mm-hmm. there's other options to it. Well, there's conditional. There's election. conditional election, which would be kind of what camp? Uh, th- they wouldn't. I mean, th- the Arminian view. Yeah. Yeah. But there's, there's actually one even before that, which would be, this is not a popular one, mm-hmm. merited yes. election. So this is right. like a more Pelagian we got to get this one out of the way first because yeah, 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 not yeah. a lot of people believe it. Right. But they would say, God chooses me based upon... What I can bring to the team. What I bring to the team. Yep, that's right. Yep. So, that's right. It's like, uh, God, it's like a kickball team, and yep. God picks the kid with the strong leg to be, like, number one up. That's right. And so God picks him, but it's only because of what that kid donated to the, uh, to the cause. Right, exactly. So God yeah. looked ahead... Saw our righteousness. Saw, saw who would be strong. Yeah. Saw who would be weak and picked the strong. Is that a biblical view of anything? Not at all. Yeah, okay. So I don't think we have some. Not at all. <laughs> let's I let's think, just say no. I don't no. know if we have a lot of Pelagian listeners. Yeah, I, I, I mean, if we do, <laughs> you're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. Dial back that rap Di- a Dial bit. back because <laughs> nah, none are strong. No, not one. So <laughs> the, the main distinctions between conditional or unconditional election and so in arminian view there's a few different ways in which it's kind of posited Mm -hmm. because everyone has to deal with election because the bible uses that word right 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 the bible talks about god choosing ephesians romans chapter one god uh, chose us in him right predestined Um, us yeah election yeah it's god foreknew us Mm -hmm. um Everyone has to deal with that kind of language that the Bible uses. Right. So a classic one in Arminianism would be um, like the, I don't know what to call it, other than like the corridors of time. Right, right. God, so God looking down the corridors ahead. of time yeah. to see who would believe in him, and he bases his sovereign choice off of that. Yep. So God right. sees, Josh will choose me, Right. therefore I pre-choose Josh. Right. You know there's a big problem with that. There's a major problem with that. It assumes that you, in a totes depraved state, would choose God? That. Okay. There's that. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's one. That's sure. pretty big. But it makes, and this is going to be a reoccurring theme, I think, in this. It makes God dependent. Or reactionary. Or reactionary, yeah. which at its core is him being dependent, right? It makes him needing something to happen in order for him to react or in order for mm-hmm. him to work. That is not a sovereign God. That is not a God that is sovereign over all things. If God needs me to do something and it's waiting for me to do something, it's putting my will yeah. above God. I actually think, yeah, I agree with you. I think an Arminian f- 
person who's arguing with the corridors of time. They're trying to deal with the way that God uses, or the way the Bible uses that word, mm -hmm. chosen. And they want it to be working in concert with a human will. God only, right. God respects our decisions. Right. God's a way. gentleman. He wouldn't force yeah. his will on anybody. Yeah. Right? That's the... The difficulty is, mantra. I think if they're going to be consistent, they quickly work their way towards open theism, which is mm -hmm. heresy. Right. Um, where they would say, okay, well, does God try equally hard to save everybody? I don't think you can argue that for a moment. No. I grew up in a house where from the earliest time I heard the gospel. Yeah. And then there are people who live and die in this world who've never heard the gospel. Right. You cannot argue that God tries equally to save no. all in terms of gospel no. light. No, you can't. And so you, you, you run into really weird problems if you want to say that that man's choice is the deciding factor and that God desires all people to be saved and he tries to do that. Right. You you have to start robbing him of knowledge, you have to start robbing mm -hmm. him of ability, you have to start taking all these things. And that that's kind of at the root of what is conditional election. Now unconditional election doesn't mean that God, um, again, usually it's called like he forces it upon us or he um, drags us into heaven. It, the point is that he chooses us not based on anything that we bring to the team. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It is. So so <laughs> what's funny is and this just just hit me in a way you can say it's conditional election. But it's conditioned upon God's will. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, not well, ours, right? <laughs> yeah, so I would say that it's God has his reasons. He does. We don't but know, what, we those don't know are. what they are. We don't know what those are. Those are not revealed in Scripture. The only, the only reason, like in Scripture, that we have for why God chooses some and not others is his will and his grace and his love, right? And I want to bring it back to something that, that you said because I think this helps. The question people have is, why does God choose some and not others? Yeah. This is something that I was given by Popper Sproul. It helped me. It blew my mind. Sure. And gave me a completely different way to think about this. That's the wrong question. Oh. That is the wrong question. We should not be asking, why should God save some and not, or why does God save some and not others? The correct question is, why does God save any at all? Why did God choose any of them? Why did God choose any of us? Because yeah. of our state in... Toad's Deprav, Toad's where deep. we are shaking our fist in malice against God. God was not required. So, so God is not morally bound he's to choose anyone. He's not morally bound. He is not, he's not required to do anything. We have made our bed, and we deserve 100% to sleep in it. By that bed, you mean we've rebelled and deserve hell? Yes. Yeah. It's, it, it's a very messy bed. <laughs> it's a very messy bed. Right. So that's the correct question. I think that puts our mind in a correct sphere, if you will, to understand yeah. unconditional election better. Man does not deserve the saving pursuit of God. No. It, no. Otherwise, it is a gift. If, if, if he deserves it, you couldn't call it grace. Yeah, exactly. I love the way that Paul puts it in First Corinthians one twenty six. He says, for, for consider your calling, brothers, not many of you were wise according to worldly standards. Not many were powerful, not many were of noble birth, but God chose what is foolish in the world to shame the wise. He chose what is weak in the world to shame the strong. God chose what is low and despised in the world 
even things that are not, to bring to nothing things that are, so that no human being might boast in the presence of God. Hmm. He is the source of your life in Christ Jesus, whom God made our wisdom and our righteousness and sanctification and redemption. Therefore, as it is written, let the one who boasts boast in the Lord. So Paul says, it's unconditional election, but if there was a condition, right? he tends to pick the weak, foolish nothings, yeah, like you and me, yeah, and I'm not arguing. and he does it to <laughs> humble, right, other, yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, universe. look, you even see that in the life and ministry of Christ when he was on Earth, right? You see Christ reaching out and making the sinners, the rejects, the ones that the Pharisees saw as less than nothing. They were the ones that Christ mm-hmm. chose to show his love, show his grace, pick yeah. up your mat and walk. He touched the, the sick, unclean, right? the tax collectors, right. the prostitutes. And it was the people that thought they had it all together, that had all their tassels exactly where they needed to be. Sure. They were the ones that Christ said, no, you are whitewashed tombs. Yeah. You look good on the outside, on the inside, you're dead, completely sure. dead. So wh- where if you if you were to take someone to one scripture— they said, show me election in the Bible. You get one shot. One Do not shot, miss your chance. To play. Sorry, I have. I heard one shot. I know, I, I referenced that. that. Oh, did you? Yeah, I did. Oh, man. Good, I, good for you. The next line is, do not miss your chance. Do not miss your chance to play. To blow opportunity. opportunity. Yes, opportunity yeah. comes once in a lifetime. No, yeah. more, no more Eminem. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. I've. So, which text? What text? Romans 8 and 9. Romans eight and nine. Can I can I choose both? No. Really? Yeah. You have to pick. You're gonna make me pick. Yeah. Romans eight. For Romans eight, which verse? You're you talking about the uh, like 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 I, I the golden chain. I want the yes the gold, the Romans road. No no, no like, for those I want for the those whole whom chapter. he foreknew. Yes. He also predestined, predestined to be conformed to the image of his son in order it. that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. And those whom he predestined, he also called. And those whom he called, he also justified. And those whom he justified, he also glorified. Yep. Boom. So the same group that Seems is Seems like a called, lot of work on God's, on God's part. Well, yeah, they call it the chain because there's no... It's not like God calls everybody and predestines everybody and then only some are glorified. The same group that is predestined is the same ones that are called, are the same ones that are justified, are the same ones that are glorified. Those actions happen to the same group of persons. Right. So it's not like God's like, I predestined everybody. Right. And I call everybody. Now, there's a sense where there's a general call. There is a general call. Right. But we aren't, we aren't universalists. Right. No. Right. Right. We don't believe that salvation occurs for everybody. No. Yeah. So the, the same group that received this call are the same group that received justification, are the same group that are glorified. And then the other one you wanted to be picky-choosy about was in Romans 9. I assume you're talking about Esau and Jacob. Yeah, that. And then Romans 9 is getting more into limited atonement. I think think we're definitely going to be referencing that more when we get there. But but yeah, 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 I mean, Romans 8 and 9 are definitely where I would send somebody who's genuinely looking for where is election and God's sovereignty and salvation found in the Bible. Yeah. Right. I think it's, we're going to have some it's, listeners it's who are paramount going paramount there. You're going to have to show me in the in the text where yeah. this is. Well, yeah. I would go if you're going to steal Romans 8, which is a great one. 
Um, I would take someone to Ephesians 1. Mm-hmm. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus right Christ, who blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, even as he, God's the act, he's the, the noun who's accomplishing the action of the verb, he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, so there's a time reference, right. before I ever was, that we should be holy and blameless before him. In love he predestined us for adoption through Jesus Christ according to the purpose of his will, not mine. Right. And people that, that's say, hard to argue with that. Well, it is, but but people will still argue with it. Oh, sure. Is the thing, right? And, and like you said, I think at the beginning, the argument, that's not fair, comes up. That's not fair. God wouldn't do that. Why would God do that? Mm-hmm. I would take them to Romans 9, starting in verse 14. And this what is does it say? these are some these are some harsh words. So brace yourself as as Job as God said to Job, gird up thy loins. gird up thy loins. prepare yourself like a man because you're about to get kicked. Right. <laughs> okay. This is what it says. Romans eight, starting in verse 14. What shall we say then? Is there injustice on God's part by the, the answer is no. The answer is no. That's a rhetorical question. Yeah. By no means. For he says to Moses, this is God speaking to Moses, I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy, and I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. So then it depends not on human will or exertion, but God who has mercy. For the scripture says to Pharaoh, for this very purpose, I have raised you up that I might show my power in you and that my name might be proclaimed in all the earth. So then he has mercy on whom he wills and he hardens whom he wills. Mm-hmm. It is a sovereign choice on both ends. But d- how does he then find fault? Well, let's keep going. Oh, verse 19. Does Paul answer that? He does. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And it's going to be it's going to sound very much. I, like I wasn't Job. the first one who thought of that objection. No, no, no. no. Yeah, yeah. It's going to sound very much like God talking to Job. In the, okay. What is it? Job 40 or something like that. Thirty nine. Thirty eight. Thirty eight. Oh, so, so good. Anyway, starting in verse 19. Who will then say or excuse me, who will say to me then, why does he still find fault? Yeah. For if, if who God, can resist if, his will? Well, if God chose, right? how can he how can he find any problem? Right. Right, exactly. This is the this is this the Corey, is... non-inspired. <laughs> yes, translation. that's right. That's right. It's the message. It's the <laughs> it's the Corey message. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So that is the question. If God chooses, then why why how, does He find fault on people? How can you send me to hell? Verse twenty. But who are you, O oh man, to answer back to God? Translation: Shut your mouth. Yeah. Who? Translation: Who even are you? Yeah. Right. (laughs) Will what is molded say to its molder? Why have you made me like this? Has the potter no right over Mm. the clay to make out of the same lump one vessel for honorable use salvation and another for dishonorable use? What if God desiring to show his wrath and to make known his power has endured with much patience vessels of wrath prepared for destruction in order to make known the riches of his glory for vessels of mercy, which he has prepared beforehand for glory. There's election. Mm-hmm. Even us whom he has called, not from the Jews only, but also from the Gentiles. God's glory, first and foremost, is his ultimate goal. Everything he does is for yeah. his glory. 
Everything yeah. that happens is for the glory of God. Yep. What we have here explicitly in Scripture is God gets, and this is a very, this is a harsh statement, but God gets just as much glory from saving and sending people to heaven through his election. He gets just as much glory for the vessels that are prepared for destruction. Hmm. Some tough apples to uh, process Some there. Tough apples. I was thinking of the phrase, how about them apples? How about, how about them apples? Yeah. So I, I I would direct anyone who's wrestling through these issues to just read through Romans 8. And 9. And 9. Yeah. And just say, let Scripture speak on its own two feet. Right. Stand on its own Stand two feet. Some, speak well, for itself. Well, and Make stop, some messing. Yes. And stop putting God, because we all do it. Stop putting God in your intellectual logical box yeah. that you try to make sense of him in. Right? Like we we try to put God into these thing into these terms that we can understand and it's based on our observations yeah. and our beliefs of what's fair. And he's he's outside. So on our, the fair thing. Yeah. I think we have to be careful with that objection. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think we should just abandon it. God gets to determine what is right and what is wrong. Right. And we need to be careful not to impose on him our views of what is right and wrong. There you go. He doesn't live, or the the universe is not man-centered. No. The universe is God-centered. Right. And so I can't, or shouldn't, put on him, that's not fair because it doesn't seem fair to my standards of justice. Well, his standards of justice form what is right and wrong. Like, morality itself is based on his character, not my own, thankfully. So, so here's a question for you. Answer. Based on God's morality mm-hmm. that he has laid down in Scripture, what is fair, Daniel? What's fair? What is fair? Oh, if that so, I would go to hell. Like, yeah. that would be fair. If someone's going to say, that's not fair, You're my, right, it's my, not. my reaction, you don't want fairness. <laughs> you, don't, you don't want what's fair. You don't want God to be fair. <laughs> Grace you is want God not to be gracious. fair. <laughs> Jesus being mutilated and yeah. killed and having hell itself placed on his shoulders was not fair. It wasn't fair. That's no. an injustice. Yeah. Right? We don't want fairness. Let's stop using that word. Yeah. I'm thinking back to a Papa Sproul uh, chalkboard. Go for it. Where he talked about that there's a difference between justice and injustice and non-justice. Yes. Oh, I remember this one. So yep. good. So good. If we had... A website they were publishing to, we would link this. Maybe someday. Hopefully someday. Mate, you know soon. what we could do? Let's uh, maybe put jot it on it Facebook. Down. Link it on Facebook. I will. I will. We'll it's have to w- find the video. It is one of the best explanations of God's justice, what is meant by injustice, and what is meant by non-justice. Because we don't receive the justice due our sin. No. But Christ, Christ did. did. Christ did. Yes. And that's the point. <laughs> that's yeah. the yeah, point. Yeah, that's... Is is yeah. when we when we make the statement that is not fair, you are forgetting mm-hmm. and making a sham of what happened on the cross at Calvary. Yeah, it wasn't fair, right? It's like yeah. So yeah. so my I guess exhortation to anyone who's listening, who's wrestling through these things, and let's be like, I want to say, I guess it's not up front. I want to stay at the midpoint. Yes, or late into the or the podcast. end. I think I I think, um, I think it's probably good for us to close. Yeah. <laughs> These are good things to wrestle through, and these are yeah. not easy things to wrestle through. No. Um, my encouragement would be sp- 
to deal honestly with the scripture. Mm-hmm. Deal honestly with Romans 8 and Romans 9. Deal honestly with Ephesians chapter 1. And I would say deal honestly with uh, John chapter 1, verses 12, 13. Yeah, 12 and 13. Yeah. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to, beco- to become children of God, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. They were born in it. They, they were born. Molded by it. Gosh. There is not an episode, <laughs> no, I no, think, no. where we don't at some point reference one of the Batman trilogies <laughs> or one of the Lord of the Rings trilogies. I love it. It's I love so it. good. I love it. Um, but I guess I would say just prayerfully wrestle through the truths of what you're reading in Scripture. Because let's try as as hard as it is to lay aside concepts of what we think is fair. Right. And let's just say, how does the Bible speak about salvation? Yep. And ask that and run through those scriptures. We're not saying it's easy. No, it's very hard. It is. Very difficult. Yeah. We're not saying that you're an idiot if you don't come to these things swiftly. No. Or... (laughs) At all, uh, we're saying that we we believe that this is what Scripture plainly lays out. Yes, when He says God chose us, that's very plain language. Right, right, right. It, now it, some it, of the explanations not... can get kind of tricky. Yes, but the plain language of the text: Jacob I loved, Esau I hated, before they were born. Before they were born, based on God's sovereign electing m- purposes. Electing purposes. Yep. Yep. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, I would completely agree. Go through those verses. Uh, I would also, not inspired, but I would also sure. recommend an awesome book that yeah. has helped me called What is Reformed Theology by R.C. Sproul. Papa Sproul. Fantastic book. Uh, does he wrestle with some of these issues? He does. Yeah. 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 Yep. I would, uh, in that same vein, would recommend a book by my friend. Joel Beakey? Probably listening to the podcast soon. The Beak. The Beakosaurus. Uh, okay. The Beakosaurus. <laughs> the Beakosaurus. Right. The Li- <laughs> Living for God's Glory. Yes. An Introduction to Calvinism. Great book. What I love about this book. Read mine first. I actually do think that the Sproul book would be a better yeah, 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 yeah. place to start. Yes. Um, it's it's smaller. Yeah, it is. And uh, more limited in I do think easier to, to read. R.C. Sproul is a fan. T- yeah, yeah, yeah. I just... I just personally think R.C. Sproul is a better writer. Sure. Both fantastic books. What did you just say? I said I personally think R.C. Sproul is a better writer. Chan, stop the recording. Josh about to get a beat down. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Boxing day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, what I like about Beaky's book yeah. is he wants to show you that Calvinism is so much more than just a set of doctrinal beliefs, but it's a way of living. Which it is, and Boom. it's awesome. Yep. Um, but start with R.C. Sproul. I agree with you. Yeah. Love it. Well, Daniel, uh, we have, you know, I love the doctrines of election. It brings me comfort. It brings me peace. And it, like, increases my love for God. But there's something else I love. Is not, that? Not as much. Let me guess. Not as much. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. 
Spurgeon quotes. Oh, yes, of course. Spurgeon, like, you can't go wrong. Read Spurgeon, read Sproul, read the Bible. You are set for life. So let me let me give you a Spurgeon quote. Oh, okay. I know you were going to talk about Corn and Culture, but I, I want to end with I, this. Yeah, you just railroaded this. What in the world? I had, this, I had a sweet segue. I thought it was an okay was sweat, segue. segue. And you just went, nope. <laughs> I believe the doctrine. I believe the doctrine of election. Because yes. I'm quite sure that if God had not chosen me, I would never have chosen him. Oh. And I'm sure he chose me before I was born. Or else he would never have chosen me afterwards. That's so good. That makes me want to cry. I don't know if I'm going to get through Korean culture. I'm hoping you just abandon it and, and we just end with that. I can't do that yet. The oh. poll hasn't dropped. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, All right. What do you got for me, man? So I have something for you. Uh, I have been waiting. I, I want to caveat. I have been waiting to drop this song since we started the podcast. I am so excited. It's a fantastic song. You are going to love it. I'm going to love it. Our listeners. I'm so excited to hear this it. song. Good. All right, Daniel. What I have for you today is punishment. A song that is highly revered as it. It's chorus. This chorus of the song highly revered as one of the greatest choruses in musical history and it's regarded as that by the pagans right by the pagans yeah. meaning people that genuinely have an okay idea what good music sounds like yeah yes okay sure yeah this song uh i can't tell you the name because you'll know but it was released in 1982 um i know i'm sorry you're gonna you know what i'm not even, you're not explain. even sorry i'm you're not, not even sorry. I, i'm not sorry did it win stuff it did. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. what? It's one of the it's one of the most well known songs in America. I'll actually be real talk. I'll be surprised if you don't know the chorus. What did it win? So much stuff. I don't have it in front of me right now. But it's probably didn't win anything. It's really, really big. You know what? Just hit the space bar right. and enjoy space this. bar. Hit the space bar. That's right. We go in there. I like that there's books in the video. Yeah, that's right. Oh my goodness. I've totally heard this in a movie. Why is it always a movie with you? Because I didn't listen to music. Yeah, you do know movies. Yeah. This is so good. Like, I don't even want to talk during this because I love the song so much. No. Yes, I love this song. Uh, you, you, you can like it, Daniel. Oh, yes. Oh. Yes. <laughs> no. No. It's fantastic. Oh, it's about Africa. Something this down chorus. in Africa. This Those chorus. Those jeans are so tight. We will be singing this chorus in heaven. No, we will Oh, not yes, we sing. will. No. It's so good. So, yeah, it's a bit. So, so, no so the, joke. What, what's, the I name, have, what's the name of the, ba of the song? The song is rains down in africa or just africa the song is just africa okay. and it's by so the i knew band. i knew the song was named Good. that when i heard the, the band chorus. is toto i've never heard of toto 
that okay. I'm not as worried about that. Um, yeah, it was released on their album Toto Four, Roman numeral four. Um, and I'm not even joking, Daniel. I I love this song so much. I've got at least at at minimum three covers of this song on my phone. Do they do better than what I'm listening? Some to, of them. The so covers? yeah. So that that is a. Some people will say this is heresy, but there are some of the covers that I actually enjoy more than the original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it believe it or not, it sounds amazing in heavy metal. Do you want my honest response to what I just heard? Well, of course. I, I don't want it. you to lie. I, I genuinely would not ever choose to listen to that. All right, I'm going to play you when we're done here. <laughs> when we're done, here, I'm going to play you some covers. No. Oh yes. No, the first oh, one was so bad. good. No, I'm going to play you some covers. And it's going to be fantastic. You are going to love it. Love it. All right. Well. You're welcome, everybody. Please. It's, please it's Africa. Those of you who Bless hate this part the of the podcast, please vote. In Africa. Yep. Vote on the poll. Should we keep Corian Culture? Should we keep songs like Africa in our podcast? Please let us know. Sure. Because a podcast would be so much less without this song. How can people find us? Find us on all the socials, everybody, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at Reformatory Pod. We made it easy so Daniel would remember, but he's not on any of them. You just, yeah, you're 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 not on any of them. I do all the work. I'm on the Facebook. You are on the Facebook. We hope that you have enjoyed this. I uh, hope that uh, your uh, Christmas was good, because that was yesterday. So, hope the Christmas blues aren't too bad. Enjoy Boxing Day. Go have some maple pancakes. In honor of our producer, Chan. I hope that people found this episode electric. Nope, doesn't work. Enlightening. Enlightening? No. Enlightening. I was trying to make elect and electric. Electrified. Electrifiable. That's horrible. We need to be done. Out. Bye. Bye.